brought to you by Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis. There is an interesting news story that's developing today, last few days out of Lebanon. There was a massive explosion that took place in Beirut, the capital of Lebanon, yesterday. It uh, struck people as a, a catastrophic event. Looks like there are several hundred dead. There are well over several thousand wounded and I think when people think about Lebanon their first attention or their first surmise would go that oh my god it's another terrorist attack now why would they think that they think that for two reasons first of all is that Lebanon has been in quite disarray for the past few months there have been a number of huge economic demonstrations and strikes there's a lot of anger about the economy in Lebanon Lebanese pound is plummeting people can't afford to live secondly of course is the whole, whole COVID crisis in that and and how the country and the government's handling that so there's a lot of unrest and a lot of uh, unease in the country secondly of course is that lebanon is no stranger to terrorism it is the home of one of the world's most capable terrorist groups in hezbollah there have been attacks in the country many attacks over the past 30 to 40 years thirdly i guess it's because it's the middle east and unfortunately we tend to associate the middle east with terrorism so was this in fact a terrorist attack well the interesting point about this is that the answer appears to be no this was not a terrorist attack this appears to have been a really really tragic accident what appears to have happened is that a warehouse that was storing ammonium nitrate which is a very very volatile substance has been confiscated from a cargo ship back in 2014 and it looks like almost 3,000 tons of this stuff was being stored and there was a fire nearby and it uh, basically spread to the warehouse and this 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate exploded and it's caused the damage. The photos I'm seeing are absolutely devastating. Hospitals have been damaged. There's not enough room to to treat the wounded, but it really appears to have been an accident, which is counterintuitive when you think about that part of the world. And secondly, when you think about attacks that have used ammonium nitrate, of course, there's the very famous 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Now, with Timothy, Timothy McVeigh, if you remember the photos from that, he basically sheared off the, the front of the Alfred P. Murrow building in the capital city of Oklahoma City. Devastating attack. Killed many children. There was a daycare in that, in that center. McVeigh used 2,000 kilograms of ammonium nitrate. This is 2,000 tons of ammonium nitrate. So you can just imagine the difference in terms of the blast and the explosive power. It also brought to mind, of course, the 83 Marine Barracks bombing in Beirut where the uh, U.S. Marines were stationed. They had been sent there by Ronald Reagan on some kind of peacekeeping mission or whatever. And that particular attack, which killed over 200 American servicemen, was the sort of uh, first appearance of Hezbollah, the terrorist group that has been dominant in Lebanon for 40 years now, actually has a, a political party and provides social services to many of Lebanese, Lebanese Shia. But this particular incident appears to be exactly what I said it was, as an accident. And I think there's a lesson here. The lesson is that when we hear of events of this nature, our imaginations tend to run directly to the worst case scenario. That this was in fact something which was planned. This is something carried out by a group with nefarious intent. That there was some kind of, I don't know, operation leading up to this. There was the acquisition of material, the designation of a target, the choosing of an operative, be it a suicide bomb or whatever. And yet none of that appears to have occurred right now. Now, of course, this could change. This is only day two. There's a lot that's not known about this particular attack. It could very well be that someone did plan it. But Lebanese authorities are being quite adamant right now that they believe it to have been an accident. 
Now, a conspiracy theorist would say, well, of course, that's what they're, what they're going to say, that the authorities don't want to admit that they missed a terrorist attack on their watch. Or perhaps they don't want to use the word terrorism to inflame tensions that are already high in Lebanon for the aforementioned reasons, COVID, economic strife, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In that regard, then, I suppose it's prudent not to say 100% definitively that this was not a terrorist attack. It could very well be that it was, but at least as of today, as of the 5th of August, there is no indication that it has been so, and I've seen no reporting anywhere to suggest that a terrorist attack actually took place in Lebanon. For me, when I, when I heard about this particular incident, my memory went to a very similar event that happened over a century ago, and it happened in Canada. It was the infamous December 1917 Halifax explosion, where a vessel that was carrying highly volatile munitions to be used by the Canadian Army in World War I on the front lines collided with a, another ship in a very narrow part of Halifax Harbour, and a fire broke out. And then once the, the explosives caught fire, there was this massive, massive explosion in Halifax that killed several hundred and wounded, I think, 9,000 people at the time. It, it was devastating. I think at the time, it was called the single largest uh, man-made explosion in history. And it's part of Canadian legend, a part of Canadian history, exactly what happened on that day. It was during the war. It was in winter. People, the survivors had to somehow make do with the fact the city was flattened. So there was no shelter. There was no clothing. It was truly a disaster of, of epic proportions for, for Canada. And yet that too was an accident. And I'm sure back then there was talk of sabotage. There was talk that Maybe the Germans had sabotaged the ship or that the German agents had somehow arranged for these explosives to be detonated. And all those were just rumors. It truly was an unfortunate accident where a Norwegian vessel ended up colliding, I believe, with a French vessel, which set off the explosion. The lesson here, of course, is that when it comes to terrorism, we are so inundated with terrorism as a phenomenon. We see it all the time. We see it in our news feeds in Afghanistan and Somalia and Nigeria. We occasionally see it in the West, even less occasionally here in Canada. And I think that we have come to a point in some ways that we have terrorism on the brain. We see it where it is not. And as I said, you're going to see conspiracy theories in the days to come about what happened in Lebanon. We're also living in an age of conspiracy theory. I talk about this as the post 9-11 era. It's also the conspiracy era, especially now with COVID and other things that are going on in the world. So my advice to you, listener, is that when you come across information like this, number one, go to trusted sources. Don't go to sources like Facebook Go to things that are actually have a track record of reporting accurately. Secondly, don't jump to conclusions. And thirdly, be very careful with social media. I want to use this social media all the time. I, I tweet all the time on, on terrorist events. I try to only tweet things I believe to be true from trusted sources. But there are people who are less careful and other people who are a little more, shall we say, nefarious in their efforts to try to spread disinformation and misinformation. My heart goes out to the people in Lebanon, to the dead and to the wounded. This is a real tragedy for the state. I think the president has called us the apocalypse. The apocalypse, it's, it's really, uh, it's heartrending what's happened. But at least it appears to have been an accident. I'm not sure if that's any solace to the, to the survivors, but it does not appear to be a terrorist attack, at least not yet. What do you think of the, the, what happened in Lebanon? Do you have different sources of information? Let me know. You can reach me on email, borealisrescue.gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you want to subscribe to content, please go to my website, www.borealisthreatrisk.com. Hit a subscribe button, provide your email address, and get all the content I provide, blogs, tweets, etc., podcasts, free of charge to your inbox every day. Hope to hear from you with feedback as well as for ideas for future podcasts. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.